0: Welcome back into the Den, mid-June 2020, Sports Den Radio, let's effing go. We're red cupping it, vodka soda, middle of the week, having a great week here in the Den. The world is opening up, sports are returning, or have returned, and we're here to bring you updates for all of it with our Sum of All Sports show, the SAS Volume Dose. Before we do, I want to do two things. I want to make sure you know to follow us for all kinds of fun and innovative content this summer on Twitter and Facebook, at Sports Den Radio. S-P-O-R-T-S-D-E-N-R-A-D-I-O, as well as Instagram, and be sure to follow us on YouTube. And the second thing I wanted to do is introduce my co-hosts. What's going on, Bobby? What's going on, Aaron?
1: Thanks for having me again, Sammy. Happy to be here for episode number two. Um, we're, we're in this point where now we're just waiting, and it's, people are excited, but also horrifyingly scared that we may not get the sports we want.
2: A lot of emotions. What are you, how are you feeling, Aaron? I'm just happy to be here with you sports fans today. I Absolutely. have all the UFC I can take, so doing great.
0: <laughs> well, if you want to just start loading that UFC on us, we will kick things off with Ultimate Fighting Championships. What is going on in the world of UFC,
2: Steve? Uh, so with all the sports missing, right, we're just seeing UFC every weekend. But even better? It's better than getting, zero. <laughs> right? I mean, it's just a question of, hey, they're taking full advantage. Dana White loves to talk about it every time. You know, if the other sports places can't get out there, we're happy to fill up the cards, the nights. And you know what they're going to be filling up soon? Fight Island. Ow,
0: ow. Let's go. That's going to be great. I mean, it's, he, he's so sick for having done that in the first place.
2: Oh, yeah. The fact that he didn't think to be able to find a place to do this. And they said, well, we'll get a private island. And it's going to be in Abu Dhabi. So with the way the fights have been working so far, and they've had a ton of them, it's all been U.S. domestic fighters or international fighters who were here. This being Abu Dhabi, it's like a hub for all these international fighters who haven't fought. There will, however, be one noticeably missing fighter and we were talking about before the show, Conor McGregor, after UFC 250, said he's hanging up the gloves. This is, this, is the,
1: this is the third time, right?
2: Oh, no, it's his first time, but you're on the right track, he's taking a page out of Floyd Mayweather's book. He retired three times and came back every time to a higher paycheck. So Conor's like, hey, that looks pretty good. Why not, right? Exactly. We say Conor retiring. We say, sure, Jan. Yeah, we uh, we totally believe you, buddy. <laughs> I mean, and, and let's be honest—he's thinking out Floyd Mayweather's book. Where did Floyd learn retiring is the way to become the goat? Michael Jordan, right? I mean, that guy—he he left for two years, and now it's all about what could have been if he had been there those two years. He, you know, you can't imagine, right? And that's why, like, the Jordan legend is forever. And I think Floyd learned it from him. And Connor's like, "Hey, sure thing, let's do that." Two respective goats.
0: Uh, and speaking of Jordan, let's
2: talk NBA
0: we are close ish maybe probably who knows to having some nba basketball next month or
1: are we what's going on bobby uh that's the biggest question i think we're gonna have nba basketball but who's gonna be there's gonna be the bigger question um so as most of you probably know nba will be coming back um, next month on um, the league with the biggest plan in place and have the quickest possible timeline so what they're looking at is twenty two of the third teams will be in attendance um, during in Orlando at the ESPN Wide World of Sports Complexes. Um Am I, Nick's be, gonna make
2: it. Got to like get my arm ready, you know, to like to try for the team.
1: Unfortunately, if they're in the bottom eight, um, which they are, they will not be invited. Um, But they are looking into potential summer league options for those eight teams that will not be there. Um, But the biggest thing with that is the NBA draft is going to be pushed back to at least September. So how does that affect it? We'll have to look at it. But going back to Orlando and this tournament to end the year, um, the NBA just sent out a 115-page-plus document on what the whole plan is, what the procedures are, Um, where the teams are staying. They'll be staying at three different hotels on the whole Walt Disney campus. Um, But there are some concerns about will players be tracked? Are they going to be figured out of, hey, you're not allowed to go here. You have to stay in this bubble and not remove yourself. Um, There's some concerns about how many family members they can have with them, if they can have them with them. What is this about higher seeds having
0: better hotels than lower seeds? I mean, that's –
1: I mean, hey. I mean, you do well, you get – Get some, get uh, some, some dips. That's, that is the is LeBron James effect, ladies and gentlemen, the LeBron James effect. It is. Um, but also, a bigger thing coming out of this today was uh, Shams actually reported, um, I call it the one ring. Um, they Players have an option to wear a ring that's capable wow. of predicting COVID-19 symptoms up to three days in advance, um, keeping a 90% wow. accuracy rate. Um, those rings can measure their heart rate, their temperature, the respiratory functions, and, the heart, and basically... See where they are essentially, so it'll be a question of who's going to go. But how do going get that? back, to, I we yes. only wish we all, all get that. Um, but there is that question with the group of the coalition that is currently potentially fighting going to Orlando. Um, that's players like Kyrie, Dwight Howard, Avery Bradley. Um, they have asked the NBA to provide some background of what oh, they're going to do for the for the movements that are gone, and also how they're going to protect the players.
0: Yeah, the rumor of the uh, the Nets going off and starting their own NBA league was is how <laughs> how like Suge Knight's started, right? That. People bought into that idea like it was a real thing, like they could take twelve people and start their own league. So I don't know. I never personally bought into that.
2: There's already other leagues out there. Like Suge Knight started a league. They have the league where uh, they have four point shots now. I mean, big for like retired players,
0: big three is great, right? Yeah. So. Ice Cube runs it. It's a great league.
2: So, so I, I mean, I think there's potential for them to break off of the, in, in, in the future, uh, but let's be honest: like the NBA is still king. It's like XFL to NFL, right? Like they're
0: not breaking off. They're not breaking off if they want that NBA money. That's for, <laughs> that is for <laughs> absolutely absolute certain. Uh, speaking of green, let's move to the pitch. Soccer is back. Blessings. Actually, a sport has returned. We've watched live matches. Our, our eyes are not deceiving us. We were watching actual sports happening on the tele. It is just absolutely outstanding. Premier League came back this week. Uh, we saw Sheffield United get robbed, absolutely robbed. The goalie was standing with the ball in his own goal and even went to VAR. And somehow that one didn't, uh, didn't make the cut. And then Man City, of course, thrashed Arsenal 3-0. But Steve, our resident gambling expert, I would tell you this. I was asked before the game, would I take the over on three and a half goals in that game? To which I said no, because I thought one of the teams would have been sluggish coming to the games and getting four goals seemed ambitious for the first game back. As seen by Shepard. 0-0. Man City got three of their own, but Arsenal arsenaled.
2: So uh,
0: (laughs) one correct call, if only I bet my own money on it. But some happy persons out there.
2: Nathan, let me know.
0: Yeah, for sure. I got, I'm one for one to start the, uh, or to finish the soccer season. And we all know Liverpool's two games out of nine, two wins away from clinching their first ever Premier League title since it became the English Premier League over 30 years. My first 11 years as a fan here have had zero titles besides last year's Champions League. So this is going to be very exciting if we can pull it off. So um, are either one of you getting back into the, uh, the return
1: of soccer at all? Yeah, I mean, I'm looking forward to Friday and set fr- Friday and Saturday's lineup in terms of the Premier League. But it offers a great opportunity for us as Americans to get more into the soccer and the football of aspect of it. But when you look at us in America, MLS is also coming back. Um, they have a plan to have a tournament in Orlando at the ESPN Y World of Sports. Uh, what else would you 7%? go? Where else would you go? Um, which does add some complications, I think, with with all the NBA issues as well as previously discussed. But um, it provides a unique opportunity for the U.S. Um, to have another sport that is going to be more in the foreground.
2: Definitely. I mean, can we just say, let's just take a step back here. As we said on our last show, it's Florida. Like, uh, they're in Florida. Like, it's, something's going to go wrong. They're building this big dome. All I keep seeing is Paulie Shore and Stephen Baldwin, biodome style, showing up uninvited and messing it all up, getting everyone sick or who knows what. You know, like, you're going to lose soccer. You're going to lose basketball. It's, it, what do you – I mean, am I wrong here? It's us it's we all know Florida's the state who would have screwed
0: it up if anybody Fl- – this is the state known for the ability to type into Google Florida man and then your birthday and have some – Wild Florida man in the past, having done some sort of heinous activity on your birthday. For example, I'm pulling my birthday up here. Yes, June 27th, my birthday. Naked Florida man stood in a fire and chanted gibberish. Mushrooms did it, the cops say. Of course, obviously, and that's what we have to look forward to with uh, with all of our NBA and soccer games going on in this Florida bubble here. I need to check. This. I think
1: I, I think I like mine as well. The- Florida Man Rex Liquor Shop blames hookah-smoking Caterpillar.
0: Obviously. That's who would have done it. Definitely.
2: And, of course, mine has to be, man has bad reaction to meth and felt the best plan of action was to ask the cops to help him test his drugs.
0: Yes. Uh, one more sport. We're take a quick break, but one more sport before we do so. We're going to talk about uh, golf. And we all know last, before we left off here, we were getting excited for that Tiger- and Peyton versus Phil and Brady match up where one of us seemed to have thought that, you know, it was going to be Tiger and Peyton who got it done and someone had their money on, you know, Phil and Brady. I, I forget which one it was, it was one of you guys. I'm sure I'll find out very shortly.
2: Uh, I mean, hey, I make, Phil's still my boy. And right after this ended, I said, you know what? He, he did great. Tom Brady doesn't play golf normally. I put 25 bucks at four to one for him to win the Masters. So I'm just, I'm staying on my, on my horse. I'm sticking with Phil Mickelson.
0: One's really cool about golf. Like there are so many like amazing young dudes in this sport who are going to be so good for so long. And like every year there's like a new stud who's like ready to take the next leap and join that upper echelon of like these young golfers, like Fowler and Spieth, Justin Thomas and all these guys. There's, there's so many of them and it's great right now to be watching tiger and phil as they're going to get it done but like even even after they're gone the future of golf for our generation i feel like is very bright there's a bunch of young dudes ready to you know be dudes and take it to the next level so i'm personally looking forward to more of what golf has to offer all right (laughs) it's halftime we're gonna take a quick break here is remember when from sports den radio enjoy
2: Remember when Francis Zidane decided to be a butthead? And headbutt? I don't know the guy's name. Hmm.
0: Welcome back into the den. And of course, who could forget that ferocious headbutt? I mean, that's one of my more recent early soccer memories was just watching him walk right up to the defender and just, like, and that was weird. but, But then, you know, 10, 15 years later, here we have Luis Suarez, who has the ability to bite, not one, not two, not three. I think he's been his fourth player. That, like that type of person, should be straight-jacketed. <laughs> you can't just go around <laughs> biting people, <laughs> which uh, you know these soccer people are a different breed. We alluded earlier that uh, we were disappointed by the state of baseball, and just like the rest of you guys, we are very much so disappointed by the state of baseball. With every passing moment, it, it seems more and more like the ownership and the commissioner are, you know, trying to s- screw the pooch here and. Yeah, just worried about their money, not the players. But then the players are saying things, and then there's going to be baseball, and Manfred said, but the players disagree. It's a back and forth that really, really, you know, besides not having sports, besides not having baseball, ruined the chance. We we're talking earlier about these young fans who are desperate for something. What about America's pastime? What about America's pastime? It could have been it. And it's about to be in the past. Unfortunately, that's where it's going to get left. That football is going to be back, hopefully. you know Soccer's already back. NBA's coming back. Baseball screwed this chance majorly. Majorly.
1: No, definitely. Have you guys ever been on a ride where you just want to get off because you're going to get sick, but the ride's not ending anytime soon? That's kind of how, that's kind of how baseball feels right now. It's literally a, a roller coaster of a ride each day. Um, it seems like we get good news followed by bad news every single day. Um, thankfully, it seems like we may be coming around in the corner, round in third, so to speak, maybe round in second. Um, we may be a little further away than we think, but so someone's we're in the batter's box. Maybe <laughs> someone might be in the batter's box. If someone's in the stadium, we're, we're, we're making progress. Um, so what's at the heart of this? What is the issue? It's the prorated salary. So back in March, players agreed to a prorated salary based on the number of games that were played. Thus, the more games that are played, the more players get paid. The, owners the more games that get played the more money at the show out that they don't necessarily aren't bringing in with no fans in attendance likely um, so that's where this back and forth is so with Tony Clark the MLB, MLBPA exec director they've rejected most of the agreements they want on a hiatus earlier in the week and we're like no we're not we're not gonna argue about this anymore you tell us when and where and we'll be there um, because really there's no way for the players to actually go on strike. And do not report. So the commissioner has all the power, in is he has all the power to say, "Hey, we want we're going to have a 50 game season. That's it. Report, or you don't get paid." Um,
2: so Why can't here they we are.
1: It's seen since it's not in a CBA agreement year, um, which will be coming after the 2021 season. It is seen as an illegal strike because it is not time to rene- renegotiate the CBA. Um, So as it stands right now, here we are today. Um, Big shout-out to Jeff Passan from ESPN as he's been on the story throughout. Um, It looks like there's MLPA sent out a new proposal. Here's what it is. A 70-game season starting July 19th. Players would report by June 29th, which is a little over a week. The season would go through September 30th. We're talking about expanded playoffs, if there is playoffs, pending any COVID second round coming through. Um, there will be $50 million in playoff bonuses that are handed out. That money is a 50-50 split of the new TV revenue in 2021. Um, there's a forgiveness for salary advance for Tier 1 to 3 players. There's also a universal DH, which I know a lot of people go back and forth at, but I think would be great for both leagues. And then also a mutual waiver of grievance. So another factor is the, the owners do not want the players filing a grievance that if they are forced to play, which they most certainly will. This is disappointing. I
0: I did not know that you were a Universal DH guy until this moment. Oh, <laughs> I, right. I had no idea. You don't like going up there and seeing Kershaw bat his 230 and slap a couple singles to left every once in a while? Uh, Universal DH, if you're not on board with it, you're going to have to call in or tweet at us or something. Give us an explanation as to why you're still rooting for Clayton Kershaw to go up there and get, take his 135 average for the wow. season.
1: I- And the Mets actually are historically a very good hitting, pitching bunch. Noah Syndergaard bringing the hammer, DeGrom, um, even Harvey back in the day. Who could forget Bartolo's for Mac is sexy. First home run uh, after the age
0: of 40 years old. Record here as being uh, a host recommended, remember when, for our producer team right there. That is is one that we will never forget. What a shot, too. He, like, imagine giving up that home (laughs) run.
1: You gotta feel bad about yourself. Like well, maybe it's time to quit. Yeah. Um, but overall, I think we're we're getting close somewhat. But like I said, this changes almost by by the day. The league believes they're they're close to an agreement. That MLBPA says no. What are you saying? We're close to an agreement. So we'll see how this happens. But I think this next week is is crucial if we're gonna have baseball.
0: We have any better news in the world of hockey?
1: Um, yeah, surprisingly, which it seemed like hockey was the furthest one coming along, but all of a sudden they got the ball rolling on there. Um, so here's what the playoff is. We, we, got the, we got the puck moving it. We're moving the puck ahead. Um, so we're past center eyes here now. So the playoff is going to be 2014, so it's going to be even bigger than the NBA's. Um, there'll be two hub cities that they are going to decide here within the next week. Um, one of those has been leaked that one of them will be Las Vegas, um, which makes sense due to all the hotels that they have there. Um, the next one, another city could either be Chicago, Columbus, Dallas, Edmonton, um, L.A., Minneapolis, Pittsburgh, Toronto, and Vancouver. Um, L.A. would be a great choice. Um, uh, Justin Trudeau, the Prime Minister of Canada, also just recently, we, we gave him some slack last time. Um, he recently came out and said Canada would be interested as long as they are given approval um, from the health minister there to actually be a hub city. Um, so it would be interesting to see if Canada opens up their borders um, and, and takes down that 14-day quarantine for the players that would be going there. Um, the report date that they're giving out now is July 10th um, for training wow. camp with the season to likely resume probably in early August. Um, so how's that going to work real quick? Um, there will be qu- five rounds. Um, the first one will be the qualifying round. Um, the top four seats from each division. Um, the East and West will get buys in the first round. From there on, it'll be a seven-game series, um, and the seeds will be also. Sorry, the the seeding will be reordered after each. So it won't be your normal. If an eight upsets a one, they're going to have to play. Instead, they're going to have to play the highest seed. They'll have to play the two if the two moved on. Um, So you're going to have to go through a gauntlet to truly win this year's Stanley Cup.
2: Sounds great for my St. Louis Blues, right? A They're getting to buy in the first round. They're going to get receded staying away from the top teams until they have to fight them. I mean, I, this is great. Great news. Great, great report Bobby. Thank you very much.
0: <laughs> yeah, good report. All of us at Sports and Radio. Number one thing we're rooting for here is for Steve to win his double Kansas City bet. <laughs> Chiefs and and of course, we're uh, we're sentimental about the Raider Nation here and seeing the, again talking about the Chiefs. Great news. Uh but starting to talk about the Chiefs, let's talk football. Football is on the way back, but players are getting sick. And, again, who knows? What do you got, Bobby?
1: Um, yeah, I mean, I think they're – the good thing about the NFL is they were not in the middle of the season when all this happened. So they're, they're having months and months of time to prepare and get this together. Um, but as you said, recently in Texas – um it's a huge slew of cases there are several players on the cowboys several players on the texans uh, six additional players at the university of houston 13 at the university of texas that also tested positive or were presumptive positives um so this epidemic is not over yet and it's clearly affecting and as colleges start to come back together and do workouts they're going to find that that's going to be a hurdle and likewise the nfl like you will is in turn as well um. So it'll be interesting to see how the league handles it. Um, the CDC director, Anthony Fausti, came out and said that he doesn't see football as being possible this year unless it's in a bubble, just like the NBA. But when you look at the NFL, they're not built to do anything like that. Um, so it'll be interesting to see what the feasibility for a season is. I think we all agree that NFL is going to happen in some way, shape, or form, though. Yeah,
0: 100%. I mean, this is the one sport that, I mean, America just runs on. <laughs> like... There's even without fans, and that would be you know tragic to not be able to go watch some games this year. But even without fans, there's no way that train is going off the tracks. No way. Exactly. Very definitely. Not. Yeah. And it's it's a, a weird situation again because um, and you talk you talk about the ability to have the bubble or do a bubble there. I really think the NFL could do that. I mean, we think about what happens every single year for the NFL draft. There's a host city that hosts it for. Thousands of people. So, so hundreds, many hundreds of thousands of, thousands, there. hundreds of thousands of people. It's so many people who go just for this week long event. Now, if there were a couple hub spots that'd be able to kind of ma- maintain it, just like we're talking about for all the other sports, I really think it could work because while the football's football teams are, you know, bigger groups of people who'd be coming with a couple hub, sp- hub spots, they kind of already have programs in place in the NFL to be able to handle big events like this. I mean, the biggest stage brings out the biggest stars. So that's, that's where the NFL wants to be. The NFL is looking at all these sports fumble over themselves, trying to get everything going, just licking their chops. Because they, don't, they wait till the very end. They had a strong, successful, quarantined NFL draft that got mega-huge ratings. We got training camp coming up. For the most part, things have been fairly okay in the offseason in the NFL. Nothing, nothing too dramatic, nothing really, really over-the-top. Uh, Zeke getting corona and you know Devo Samuel just breaking his foot are a couple couple notable things, but it's been a fairly quiet NFL offseason, all things considered, which is means they're rearing up for the big one later on.
2: If they do need to bubble, do they they have to rejigger the schedule? I assume right? They'd have to get like I don't know eight teams, or whatever the mixture is of of combinations in like a city, and then they'd have like Saturday and Sunday games, I guess, or like it'd be a weird NFL schedule. I feel like if they did have to bubble.
0: I think there was there was talk of teams initially having more division, having an extra round of division games, or or something to that effect. to be able to kind of keep it more localized, then you play a couple from the other other uh, team or divisions within your own conference. So there there were measures, in fact, discussing that earlier on. I remember, Bobby, you were about to mention something about that as well.
1: Yeah, I think a lot of it depends on also like what's going to happen with college football. I think. Um Houston, after they had that completely shut down workouts for all college athletes on campus, um, the NCAA just had a think had a agreement that just came in, in place for a six week preseason um, to make up a little bit for that for that spring football that all the schools missed. Um, so it'll, I think they'll see quickly. Like, I mean, it's, the season doesn't start till September. They're gonna see after the NBA, after the MLS, after hopefully the MLB after the NHL come back, after college football starts in terms of practicing together, they're going to have all this to go off of in terms of seeing how is it going to fall, how is it turning. Um, If it looks like it's getting bad, I think they already probably have a plan B, C, and D already in place that, hey, if if in case this happens, we'll be ready to go to have a new plan.
0: Impressive report, Bob. You always know your stuff very well. Right. Uh, I know we I know we missed a couple of sports today, NASCAR included, uh but we'll be to cover we'll be sure to cover those and the other ones we missed next time on the SAS numero trace. Be sure to follow us again at all of our social media on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at sports Den Radio, S P O R T S D E N R A D I L, and subscribe and follow our YouTube channel where you'll be finding this and all the rest of our excellent great content. Give me a final thought from both of my both of my co-hosts. We'll start with you, Bobby.
1: I think for me, it's like we're such an unknown phase, even further beyond than we thought we were in May. I think we thought at this point, hey, we're going to come out of this. So my last point really um, is that let's stay a little more patient. I think we're right around the corner, um, but we have to also be realization that, hey, things could change at a moment's notice. And what about you, Steve? Final thoughts?
2: For me, I'm just going to – kind of focus on what i can control because i can't control when sports comes back what i can't control is that on 7-11 ufc is open for business in abu dhabi fight island ufc 251 three title fights and jessica Andrade rematches rose namianus which was a spectacular fight it ended with rose getting bashed on her head the ref ran in because he thought she was dead um and she was winning that fight so i'm looking forward to rose's revenge
0: I really want to love something, anything, as much as you love UFC. Man, just the vibrancy with which you speak is just so incredible. Thank you both very much. I hope you guys all enjoyed the SAS Numero Dos. That's two for the bilingual. We're going to be hitting you with number three in the near future, and we hope you enjoy it. Be sure to follow us on all our social media and give us some comments, thoughts, and uh, we're looking forward to interacting with you this summer as we take this thing to the next level. Have a great rest of your summer, everybody. See you soon.